What's up, guys? Hope you're doing well. Cloud with you here. Happy Friday if you're listening to this the day it comes out. We're continuing on through First Thessalonians. We're still in chapter 2, and so we it's still kind of introduction-ish in the way Paul has been writing. But if you haven't listened so far, you know, the, the short of it is Thessalonians, this church was a brand new church. He was only with him for at minimum three weeks. He was with him, Paul, the, the author. Uh, on his missionary journey, he founded this church, got chased out of town. People are getting killed. There's persecution. All the things are bad. And so he's writing to them. We spent the last couple episodes uh, the, talking about the first part of chapter two. He's still kind of introducing and talking about in general themes, his uh, authority as apostle. And keep in mind, he's uh, you know trying to not direct him to his own self, but to God, whose whose authority he he comes from. That's ultimately what we're going to get to today. So we're still in chapter two, and we've got three verses. This is verses 13 through 16. And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as a word from men, but as what it really is, the word of God which is at work in you believers. For you, brothers, became imitators of the churches of God in Christ Jesus that are in Judea. For you suffered the same things from your own countrymen as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and the prophets and drove us out and displeased God and opposed all mankind by hindering us from speaking to the Gentiles that they might be saved. In other words, the audience, who's he, you, who he's writing to. And then he says, so as always to fill up the measure of their sins, but wrath has come upon them at last. Let's just read it again real quick. And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you receive the word of God, which you have heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God which is at work in you believers. For you, brothers, became imitators of the churches of God in Christ Jesus that are in Judea. For you suffered the same things from your own countrymen as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and the prophets and drove us out, displeased God, and opposed all mankind by hindering us from speaking to the Gentiles that they might be saved, so as always to fill up the measure of their sins." But wrath has come upon them at last. And so, kind of convoluted in there, we, we usually skip over stuff like that. In fact, I don't even think we have a sermon over these particular verses. And so, hey, you're on the podcast. You won't miss it. So, Paul, he, he's continuing on. He, he, he had just talked about his authority and his kind of his record, so to speak, as their leader. And so, the reason for that is he's pointing to the God is the ultimate reason. And so the first point I wrote, it comes from verse 13. I wrote, we need to believe things for ourselves, not just because we were told them, but because they come from God's word, right? So many people grow up in the church or they hear something, they're a new believer and they're like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Like, and, and it may be true. And that's a great thing. Like God has equipped people to teach and to preach. And that's a, that's an amazing win. And that's good, Right. But we need to believe things for ourselves, not just because we were told them, but because they're God's word, right? And so the ultimate author, the ultimate reason behind the true doctrines, the true teachings of Scripture uh, that we believe is because it's God's word, because God said so, not necessarily because our leaders. And so Thessalonica, or Thessaloniki, 
is mostly a Gentile hub. Like it's a huge hubbub region full of religious pluralism. It's, you know, the pantheon of gods from Rome, uh, Greek, Greco-Roman culture. And so there's all this diversity. There's all this religious and philosophical speculation, right? This is in Greece. So you think of Greek philosophy and all the people, you know, in the markets teaching and, and hypothesizing together and all that. This is like the center of philosophy, right? They've heard all this talk, all these things, all these opinions, all these quote-unquote wisdoms. And so in their city, talk was a lot, there was a lot of talk, right? And it was cheap talk. So there's all this rhetoric and, you know, they have all these leaders who are speaking with authority, have the religious cult leaders and other false teachers. But at the end of the day, they're powerless to transform hearts. And so the Thessalonians had obviously seen this. And so when they heard Paul's message, right, was it which Paul came as a man to teach. So visually, he doesn't look all that different from all these other talkers, right? But as Paul says in verse 13, not as the word of men, but as it as what it really is, the word of God. So they're hearing Paul's message, not as the word of men, but what it really is, the word of God. They're drawn to it. They hear it. They understand it. And they welcome it into their lives. And so that's a good thing. And Paul's just reiterating like, hey, I'm teaching the truth, but it's not original to me. This is God's word. And that's where the authority, that's where that power, that's the revelation from the, the creator of the universe has come in these words. And so we need to believe things for ourselves, not just because we're told them, but because they're the very words of God. Number two, you'll know that they're the words of God because it'll be at work in you. Believe things not just because you've been told them, because they're God's word, and you'll know it's God's word because it'll be at work in you. And you get this from verse 14. For you brothers became imitators of the churches of God in Christ Jesus that are in Judea. So the other churches, the older churches that were that started in this Jewish movement, so in Judea, these Jewish Christians who have converted uh, and seen Jesus as Messiah, so it started there with the Jews. They suffered uh, the exact same thing that these Thessalonian Gentiles are suffering, and so Paul's recognizing that. He said, you'll know, you know, God's work is that in you. You're imitators. You're bearing up under uh, under sufferings just like they did. And so we know this is true in your lives. We know this is proof. We know that God's very word has taken hold on you because it's working it's working itself out in your lives. So it's it's Paul's word, yes. It's another teaching, yes. It's no, it's another letter, but it's not that it was Paul was being creative or dynamic or a powerful speaker or, you know, really intelligent or whatever it is, it shows that it's, it has power, right? It's not creative, but powerful. It's, it's the power of God and the power of the Holy Spirit who illuminates this revelation in our lives. And so Paul is noting that you'll know that you're believing the word of God because it's going to change you. It'll have power in your lives. Well, how do you know that? How do you recognize that? Well, it's because you hang tough through persecution and that's the rest of this that he's talking about. That's the miracle is if we can grow and this church that had its leader for only three weeks can endure the same things that the Jewish Christians had also suffered. You know, people are dying straight up real persecution, not being made fun of or marginalized like we have here in America, but like real life and death persecution, overt persecution, right? Not covert, but overt persecution. People are dying and you endure that. Well, that 
is proof that God is at work in you and that the message, which is not a message of men, but a message from God has taken hold of your heart. And so as we continue on through first Thessalonians, I hope this has been instructive and helpful to you. And the biggest takeaway is that you read God's word for yourself, not because you heard it on a podcast or a great sermon or a Ted talk, whatever it is that you read it for yourself and you see the evidence of that in your life. So Continue to read God's word, and we thank you for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. Y'all have a great weekend.